God is good. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40? Isaiah chapter 40. Starting with verse number 27, and that's maybe all we read, and then we'll just be seated. I want to read from two different versions this morning, translations this morning. I'm going to say the same thing. I just want to read both of them. Isaiah chapter 40. I give honor to our bishop, Sister Williams, and our pastor. Sister Williams, aren't you thankful? I know we're thankful for them. I'm thankful for them this morning. We honor them. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 27. Oh, Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? I'm going to read from the Living Bible this morning, just that verse, and then we're going to pray and you're going to be seated. O Jacob, O Israel, how can you say that the Lord doesn't see your troubles? And how can you say that he isn't being fair? How can you say that the Lord doesn't see your troubles? And how can you say that the Lord isn't being fair? Would you lay your Bibles down and your device down? Before you're seated, would you with me, would you lift your hands towards heaven? Lord, we love you this morning. Lord, I pray this morning that I would only say what you would have for me to say, oh God. Nothing more, nothing less. I pray today, God, that your anointing would rest. It's here in this house, God. We can feel your presence in this room, oh God. We can feel the angels in this house this morning, Lord. I pray, almighty God, that you would move and that you would minister. You see every individual that's here. You see every... A need that has been brought in and that's been carried, oh God, into this house. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would move and that you would work and that you would minister, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, and we give you praise, 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 and we bless your name, oh God. We bless the name that's above every name. We bless your holy name. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Your name is worthy to be praised. I look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. We put our confidence and our trust in you this morning, oh God. Would you right now just talk to the Lord for just a few moments? I'm not going to keep you very long. Let's just talk to the Lord for a few moments. Oh God, I trust in you. I have my confidence is placed in you this morning, oh Lord. I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, God. I magnify you in this house today, oh God. We give you thanks and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you may be seated this morning. This morning, I, over the last few days... It's about Thursday evening. I have particularly been asking the Lord, Lord, I don't want to just say something to get up and say something. I don't want to just 
preach because I enjoy preaching. I don't want to just go through the motions and go through the flow. But God, I want to know. This should be our prayer every time. God, I want to know that what I am going to deliver, I want to know, God, that it is from you. I want to know with assuredness and with confirmation that it is from you and that it is for people, precious people that love you and that are going to be in your house. And I feel as the last few days have come together that God has done just that. I'm learning that when you ask God and when you pray, He likes to really mess with you sometimes because He likes to shift things out of your comfort zone. I would be happy this morning to be uh, running uh, a marathon. I'd be happy this morning to be running around this building and jumping up and down. And I believe before we leave this house this, this morning that that very well could be taking place. But I've come this morning to minister to people. I want to just say what God would have for me to say. But I've come this morning to minister to people that are just dealing with life. Life. That are just dealing with life. Have you ever been in a situation, maybe you're currently in a situation, and to sum it all up, maybe with your spouse or with a family member or with a, a co-worker or with a friend or a confidant, you have summed it up as this is just life. This is just life. We find as our text unfolds in Isaiah chapter 40, at the beginning of chapter 40, God begins to speak. And he says, Isaiah, I want you to speak with love. I want you to speak with compassion to my people. I want you to speak to them because they have been through some things. Some of the things that they have had to endure has been self-inflicting things, has been things that they have brought on themselves. Others is because they were in the wrong place uh, at the wrong time and, 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 and situations have unfolded and things have transpired and they feel like that this is just life. And if this was just life, we could truly say if we believed in things that were fair and not fair. If this was merely just life, then we would be able to take the slogan and wear the banner that life is just not fair. But I've come this morning to tell someone to be encouraged and to be of good cheer. The Lord begins to speak through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 40. And he begins to tell them, I see them and I know where they are. And I know the things that they have done. And I, 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 I know their, uh, everything about them. I know their lives from start to finish. After all, he is the creator. He said, I want you to tell them that I am about to change what they thought was going to be an eternal thing with no ending to this current life 
and situation. And then he spends about five or ten maybe verses and he begins to tell them, do you know who I am? Do you understand who I am? That with just a spoken word, he said, let there be, and there was. And without his word, nothing was. But when he speaks, I take a pause for just a moment. That's why when we pray and when we sing worship and praise unto him, that is why we should always incorporate the name of Jesus. Because when we speak the name of Jesus, life has to pause for a moment. When we speak the name of Jesus, When we say the name Jesus, the natural, the life that we are living, the things that we are facing has to take a pause. Because you can't say the name that is above every name. You can't make reference to that name and there not be something that changes in the atmosphere that we are living in. That is why the enemy will try to convince you to come. He, he's not concerned about you coming to the house of God. But he does not want you to open your mouth and recognize and realize and reference who he is. Isaiah begins to speak and God begins to speak to the end of the 40th chapter of Isaiah, the Lord begins to speak and he says, you tell them, O Jacob, O Israel, how can you say that the Lord doesn't see your troubles? And how can you say that the Lord does not care? And how can you say that the Lord is not being fair? Don't you understand? Don't you know by now that the everlasting God, the creator of the farthest parts of the earth, never grows faint, and never grows weary. No one can fathom, you hear me right now, no one can fathom the depths of his understanding. No one can fathom the depths of his understanding. I've come this morning to speak to a few different categories of folks. There are people that are in the room that feel like that they are in a deep place. And I'm not talking about a deep place in the spirit. I'm talking about you feel like you are in a deep, separated place. Can I tell you this morning that there is no depths, there is no heights, there is no place that he that he has not been and that he is not at. No one can fathom the depths and, the un- and of his understanding. He understands this morning. I said he understands this morning. There's someone in this house this morning that says, life has not been fair to me. Things have not been right for me. God, there is no depth 
It is so far from our human brain to be able to even understand and to even begin to even start to comprehend the understandings that God has. That's why he would say, you tell them that my thoughts are not their thoughts and and my ways are not their ways. He is thinking about something because he is not a God that just lives in the moment, but he is a God of time perpetually. Everything that is going on is working in his time. I'm talking to people this year that you felt like, uh, that you felt like, wait a minute, this month's not starting like it should. And and, and by the help of God, God's going to do something for you even today in this house. But I've come this morning to talk to some people that thought it was going to change for the last six months. Life has just gotten not better, but life has gotten worse. I've come to tell you this morning that God has not forgotten where you are at. We want to masquerade. We want we want to put a blind on life. We want. I don't want to get off my subject this morning, but we want to put so many things, and we want to de- departmentalize so many different things in our lives. And sometimes we've got to do that because we carry so many different things, and there's so many different facets uh, to our life that we have to do those things. But if we're not careful in the middle of doing all of that, we will put on a facade. And we will put on the biggest facade when we come into the house of the Lord or when we're around our brothers and our sisters because we don't want them to believe that we are dealing with things. And so what happens is, is we just keep acting and we keep pretending that everything is all right until one day. Until one day, just enough is enough. Until one day, until one day I can't take it anymore. Until you, you, I know. Until one day, it all just snaps. I can put on the face today. I can put on the facade today. I can pretend today that everything's all right. I can pretend today that it's going good and everything's going to be fine. But but what happens when all of the things that are not going right and all of the things that are really going wrong and all of the things that feel like they're just mounting on me and mounting on me. There are people in this room that all week have been walking on their hands and knees trying to live just so they can have enough strength to walk into church. All is good. We are blessed. We're highly favored. Everything is wonderful, everything is great, and we are blessed and we are highly favored, but sometimes life is hard. I understand this morning that if you don't want to, I'll be very gentle, but if you don't want to take the mask off, no one is going to come and take the mask off for you. If you want to live in this fantasy world that everything in your life is all right when really you know deep down that it's not all right, you just go ahead and keep on living that. And I hope to goodness that someday it will work for you and that God will be able to change things and turn things around. But I've come this morning to talk to the person I cannot this morning, and bishop and pastor cannot this If they could take you by the hand and say, shake it off. They would have already taken you by the hand and said, shake it off. But sometimes there are things in life that you just got to make up in your mind. I have got to do something about this. I have got to get out of the place that I am in. Isaiah, you tell them that 
that I'm not far away from them. You tell them that have they not heard, have they not understood, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all of the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and he gives strength to the powerless. He gives power to the weak and he gives strength to the powerless. I'm talking to somebody in this house this morning that feels like that every day you got to be it and you got to if if it ain't you got to you've got the mentality that I've got to fake it until I make it and while I can applaud uh, uh, your persistency and while I can applaud uh, 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 what you are trying to do in your life I have found out that I am powerless. And there are times that I am weak and I need the strength I need the strength that can only come from Jesus Christ. I'm going to preach to myself this morning. I wish I had a mirror for a prop so that I could set it up and look at myself and not look at anyone else. I'm talking to somebody in this house this morning that needs to know that it was never intended for you to navigate and function and flow through this life by yourself. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. He said even the youth will become weak and they'll become tired. In the natural right now, we see youth, and I should have had them do it a little sooner, um, uh, but I'm not going to even call on them to do it. But the youth have got all of this energy. I was with them on Wednesday night back there, about five or six of your kids, and they were preaching to me, and I'm thankful for that. It means our youth pastor's doing what he's supposed to do, and hopefully you're doing what you're supposed to do at home. But the scripture says that even the youth, even the youth, even the youth, even the youth, what's it say? Even the youth, even the youth, I've been running for Jesus. Y'all know that one. Even the youth, even the youth, I knew I'd get my my steps in. Even the youth, even the youth. (laughs) Some of you are young in this house, and you think that you can make it. Oh, we got good jobs. We got healthy babies. (laughs) We got thriving businesses. (laughs) Everything is going, our health is good. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I can just... Keep on going, and it's just a perk, and it's just a benefit that I'll come into the house of the Lord on a Sunday, and if he's really good, I'll come on a Wednesday if i got time because I've been running, and I'm so busy. But Isaiah said, the Lord began to speak to Isaiah, and you tell them right now, some of the youth, you tell some of the youth that at some point, I'm about to be there, that at some point, Even the youth will faint. 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 Will faint. Will faint. My business is good. My job is secure. My family's doing well. I don't need anything. I don't want for anything. My health is good, but even the youth will faint. 
and I get a phone call that things are not okay. And I get a phone call from the employer that things are about to shift. Even the youth will faint. Even the youth will faint. The New Living Translation says even the youth will become weak and tired. And young men will fall in exhaustion because life does not stop. Life does not take a holiday. Life does not take a vacation. Life keeps on rolling. Life keeps on going. Life keeps on happening. Good days sometimes turn into bad days. And sometimes bad days turn into bad weeks. And sometimes bad weeks turn into bad months. And sometimes bad months turn into bad years. Even the youth, the ones that should have the energy, the ones that should have the strength, the ones that should have the tenacity, the ones that should have, should be at the prime and the fitness of their life to be able to tackle and to be able to take on what life has to throw them. The Lord began to speak through Isaiah and he said, even the youth will get tired. One phone call. change everything in a person's life. Now, one text message, one email, one transaction, one doctor's visit can change everything in a moment. Isaiah said, even the youth will become weak and tired, the young men will fall in exhaustion. But he didn't say let's dig a hole big enough to put them all in. They've had their chance to straighten up and they're not straightening up. They've had that they had their chance while they was running and chasing all the things that they were chasing. They had the chance and they should they should have put that energy and they should have done all that. That's what the enemy will try to tell you. There's people in this room right now that would go 100% for Jesus. Hear me right now what I'm about to say. There's people in this house right now that would go 100% for Jesus if you hadn't listened, if the enemy wasn't so persistent in lying to you and telling you that you're not going to be able to do it, that you're not going to be able to be sustained, that you're not going to be able to make it, that things are not going to work if you, if you add Jesus 100% into the equation. Things are not going to be able to work. Things are not going to turn around for you. Things, instead of getting better, things are going to get worse and all those different kinds of things that the enemy tries to put on us and tries to tell us. But I've come to tell you today that even the, even the youth get tired, even the youth get weary and they at some point will fall they will die you hear me right now you will die in exhaustion because I'm talking to a group of people this morning and I I, I understand because I'm just going to be transparent with you I have lived in some of the shoes that you walked in here in today 
and your body, if it sleeps any, your body sleeps some. But your mind never gets rest. Your mind never falls asleep. I'm talking today to some people, and it's not a uh, uh, an age category demographic. It's not the kind of work, whether you uh, do manual labor or whether you do uh, 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 set at a desk uh, and do work, which is work, by the way, uh, and, that, that tires your eyes and tires your mind, just like the physical labor tires your mind and tires your body. And you're tired and you want to go to sleep. It's like in the middle of the morning uh, at work, if I could, I can't wait. You hear me right now? I can't wait until I get off work because it's going to be an early night. I'm so tired. If I could go home right now and I could go to sleep, you tell yourself tomorrow morning, I would get the rest that I need and I would be able to flow and I'd be able to move through this week. And then when it's time to get off work, the, the mind just starts going crazy because you begin to think about things and the mind does not stop. It does not take a break because it is life and it is the mind. I talked about it a moment ago. We have many different areas and many different facets and we've got to keep those things departmentalized so that we can function in our day-to-day lives and in ministry and in different types of things with our spouse and with our children and with our employers and, and with our obligations and with our uh, the things that we have going on. But it turns into a wild cycle and we call it life. And I'm convinced this morning that it's not because our bodies are tired, but it is because our minds are exhausted. But Jesus said the Lord began to speak through Isaiah and he said you don't stop right now. I've just ended it. I'm, it sounds like I'm ending it on a note. Do they not understand who I am? Do they not know who I am? Do they not understand that my understanding is far deeper than their understanding? My ways are unsearchable. They can't find it. They don't even know where to start. And the weak are going to get weary. They're going to get tired. They're going to faint. They're going to fail. They're going to fall to exhaustion, and it's going to be over for them. But the word of the Lord said, but those that trust. King James Version says, but they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. But you don't understand, preacher. You're not living in my house. You're not living in my conditions. You're not living in the things. And I can't wait because if I wait, I'm going to miss an opportunity. If I wait, I'm going to miss uh, something that's going on in my life. If I wait, can I tell you this morning the thing that is missing that would totally rearrange and would totally shape? I'm talking to me this morning. If I would take a moment and say, I got to wait on the Lord. I promised the Lord this morning that I would not try to do very much convincing. I would only let him do the convincing today because right now I'd like to do the convincing. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run. They will run. But you don't understand, I just got a call, and the doctor said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait 
upon you don't understand what has transpired and taken place over the course of my life you are right I don't understand that but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I'm talking to somebody in this house that's been in a deep hole for a long time and you've been trying to figure it out yourself. You've been trying to reason it out in yourself and God is speaking this morning and said they You're ready for them to dig the hole in the cemetery. But Jesus said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. Not maybe renew. Not if things work out, renew. But he said, they shall renew their strength. And they will soar high on the wings like eagles. They will run. And not grow weary. They will walk. Now a verse before. They were going to fall to exhaustion. But in a split second. Just like that phone call. Just like that text. Just like that email. Just like that doctor's visit. Just like the visit with the counselor. Just like the visit with the banker has changed everything maybe in your life. And you feel like that life is, can never be the same. Things can never change for me in a split moment. God is in this house this morning. I said Jesus is in the room this morning. And I don't want you to take what I'm about to say as insensitive, but I heard, I felt it strong, strong, strong in my mind this morning. He said, I am not concerned and I do not care. And it's not being insensitive that he doesn't care. So I don't want you to think that. But if the Lord spoke to me in the King James, I'd have a hard time understanding what he was saying most of the time. So he just speaks to me like I would speak to you or say to somebody else. He said, I don't care how far away they have went. I don't care how deep away they feel like they are. I don't care what they, you hear me right now. I'm just going to say what I feel like he said to me. I don't care what they have thought. I don't care the actions that they've taken. None of those things. That, that's what has got some people in this room concerned right now. It is I have, I have been running, but I've been running the wrong race. And I've been doing the wrong thing. And it's too late. And it's in my best years. Yeah, yeah. My best years. I've done spent my best years. And I was doing the wrong thing. So I might as well just, uh, just, just, just mosey along. And if I make it, I make it. If I don't make it, I don't make it. And that's what happens. We get into that mindset. And then so we just start clocking in. And we start clocking out. Because then at least people will feel like that we are still doing the right thing. Well, see, I told you I was going to be transparent this morning, and we just find ourselves, and then a week turns into a month, and a month turns into six months, and then six months turns into a year, and before we know it, we have blinked, and years have went by in our lives, and we have convinced uh, so many people, and we've even convinced ourselves that if we'll just do just enough and do this, that we will make it, but can I tell you, even the youth are going to grow weary. Even the youth are going to get tired at some point. I said it at the very beginning. I'll say it again. There are some things, and we take life for so long, until life breaks us. It's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. 
It's the thing I can take so much. Just put it on me. Just put it on me. Just stack 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 it on me. I believe the writer of Proverbs said he was a wise man. I believe he said the spirit, it, it can, uh, I'm just paraphrasing, it can endure a sick body. The spirit is strong and can deal with a sick body. It can deal with sickness. It can deal with pain. It can deal with family members that are sick. we got people in this room right now that are, have family members, members that are dealing with terminal uh, illnesses and dealing with things that don't feel like they're ever going to change. And it doesn't look like that they're ever going to change. And, and that, if you've never lived there, if you've never been there, then you, can't, you, 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 can, you, can, you can have compassion for them, but you can't understand because they never really rest. And there are things that are going on in our lives uh, that have turned into terminal illnesses in our spirit. There's many people in this room that have, so I won't go into any details, but when you're dealing with someone that's terminally ill, you wake up maybe from a dream only to realize it's another day. It's another day. It's life. I'm closing. It's life. It's another day. And the Spirit can only deal with that for so long until it breaks. And when the Spirit breaks, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 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 strength. But you don't understand, Ben. You don't understand the things that I'm facing and the things that I'm going through. I feel like I am a million miles away from anything But Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. And he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And I love to watch miracles unfold. I love to watch People that are dealing with something physical, I love to be able to see them come in one way and to leave a different way. But I've come to tell someone this morning that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes... We are healed. Do you believe me this morning if I told you that Jesus wants to heal your life? I hesitate to say this, but I'll say it. I went for a 
a drive last night. I've been reading a few of these passages. I hesitate to say it because some of you probably won't. Uh, well, it's all right. I'm just going to say it. And I begin to see faces. And I begin to see families. And Jesus wants you to know this morning. Some of those faces are here. I thought all of the faces would be here. Some of the faces are not here. But Jesus told me to tell you it feels like the enemy is so close that you can literally, from the moment that you wake up to the time that you go to bed and when you wake up in the middle of the night, you feel like the enemy is so close and the situations of life are so close that you can literally feel their hot breath breathing on you. You feel like that the touch in the hand of the enemy is on your life. And Jesus told me to tell you this is simple. But he said the enemy appears to be close. But tell the people that are in the house... I'm closer. I'm closer. What do you mean? It means that the enemy can only get so close to you. I know it's Sunday morning. I know it's probably not even going to rain. And I know you're ready to maybe go because life doesn't stop. But I've come to tell you that Jesus wants to change your life today. I said Jesus wants to change your life today. I know this has not been super, this ain't been no complex thing. This has been very simple. But Jesus wants to change your life today. Jesus wants to change your situation today. You feel like the enemy's so close, but Jesus said, uh-uh, they're close, but they're not as close as I am. They that wait upon the Lord. There's people in this room right now that would give anything. They would pay money because somebody in this house is paying money on anything they can get to try to get sleep. But he wants to give you peace. He wants to give you rest. Can I tell you right now, the Holy Ghost wants to give you rest that you think, if I could go home this afternoon and take a nap, but in a moment in this house right now, the Holy Ghost could give you rest. That a lifetime of vacations, because we're working hard so we can do it all, and that's great, and we need to spend time and do things and unplug but we can live so hard 
trying to get to a place so that we can find rest. But in this house this morning, God wants to give you rest. I know. I know the calls have been bad. I know the sicknesses have been bad. I know the losses of life have been bad. I understand those things, and we deal with those things. I have de- those are things that just out of nowhere, they start, they, they, they pop up. Because it's life, and you think you're over it, and you think that that, that feeling is gone. And then something in your life triggers something in your life that triggers something in your life. But I've come to tell you this morning that there is rest and there is peace and there is healing and there is deliverance in this house. I said there is hope in this house. I said there is deliverance in this house. There there are people that are in this room right now that you are tired of running back. You're running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to the doctor, and you can't get it figured out, and you don't know exactly what's going on. And all of those, I've come to tell you this morning that Jesus wants to give you rest this morning. There are people in this house that are trying to figure out their finances. They're trying to figure out how they're going to make it work. They're trying to figure out how they're going to balance everything and juggle everything that's going on in their life. I've come to tell you, I don't have the, all those answers for you. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs of everything that is going on in your life I I, I wish I could help you but I don't know how to help you except I can tell you that Jesus wants to help you this morning but you don't understand preacher I have went too far I've said too many things I've done too many things I've went too far can I tell you this morning that Jesus is in the house this morning Jesus has walked in to this place this morning before you got up this morning Jesus was in this room before you decided a hundred percent okay I'm gonna go ahead and go to church because it's life and if I check in and I check out everyone will feel like everything is all right before you made your mind up that you were going to do that Jesus was in the house the angels of the Lord were going to and fro in the house. Jesus said, so and so is going to be in the house this morning. They haven't made up their mind, but I'm going to shift something in their mind and they're going to get to the house in the morning. And so when they get there, they're not going to have to wonder if I'm there. They're not going to have to look around to see if I'm there because I'm going right now and I'm preparing a place for them. I'm sending the angels of the Lord. I'm sending the angels of the Lord. You don't even want to be here right now. But a little uh, uh, voice in your head said you better get to the house of the Lord. You don't want to be here this morning, but your mama said, as long as you live under my roof, you're going to be in the house of the Lord. I don't know why you're here this morning. But before... You better understand this assuredness right now that before you were ever formed, before you were ever thought of, before you were ever anything, He knew who you were. He knew on the 11th day of June in 2023 when life has went wild and it feels like that hell is having a party in your living room. Jesus said, I have come to give them life. And I've come to give it to them more abundantly. I felt... 
I hope this is all right to say this, and I don't want to put a damper on anything. But when I said that, and just in the last few minutes, I felt it two or three times, kind of kick back at me and say, if you would just say something that would be flashy, if you'd say something that would be cute, you would get a response and you would get a move. Uh-uh. you got to make up in your mind. I don't know why I'm here this morning. I, the way my life is going, I, don't, I have no idea why I've come into this house this morning, brother. Man. I don't know why. I come to tell you why, because at about 11.25 on this Sunday, where there's a chance for thunderstorms, but who in the world knows if it's going to be a drought for another week, or if we're going to get uh, hammered with rain. Who knows what's going on? We don't know how high gas is going to be tomorrow. We don't know how much bread is going to cost. We don't know if we're going to have a job tomorrow. We don't know if the economy is going to... But can I tell you this morning that before you woke up, before you decided to come to the house, Jesus has already decided and you tell the people that they feel like that they're going to fall and that they're going to die to exhaustion but they that wait upon the Lord they that wait they that just shake themselves I know it gets ugly sometimes but they that just say ah I'm going to wait on the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. Shall renew their strength. And when I think about the Lord. So the enemy wants you to be thinking about where you're fixing to go to need. We can think about that in a few minutes. Anybody wants you to think about the stuff that you need to get done today. Okay? Yeah. It'll be there. It was there when you left the house this morning. It'll be there when you get home. Oh, but you don't understand the complexity. I, I, you're right. I don't. But can I tell you, you don't understand the complexity of my life either. And we got to make up in our minds. I got to make up. I had to make up in my mind. You hear me right now. I had to make just like you did. I had to make up in my mind. I've had stupid stuff this week that I thought was gone, 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 gone. Try to creep up in my life. Why? Because we're all running a race. So I've come to tell somebody this, this morning that feels like you thought everything was going good and now it just seems like you're back to square one to the first steps. Jesus has shown up in the house this morning. I said Jesus has shown up in the house this morning. I said Jesus has shown up. In the house this morning. And if I could. If I could. If they could. Take you. And take your things. And carry those things. And exchange those things. For what God has for you. They would have already done it. But can I tell you this morning. You are going to have to make up your mind.
Pastor Tom, I got to make up my mind. I got to make up my mind if it's, if, is this my race or is this his race? Because if it's his race, my youthfulness is going to fade. If it's, if, if it's my race, I'm going to become tired. If it's my race, I'm only going to be able to take so much and then I can't take it anymore. But they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I come to tell you this morning, if you'd just leave your eyes open this morning, if the musicians, singers would. I feel strongly and if I'm off on this then they'll get me and take care of it. But I, we usually would say it's if we would bow our heads and if we'd close our eyes. And, but in this house this morning I feel very strongly in the Holy Ghost Bishop that there are some activators in the house. i got to try to figure out how to say this, but there's some activators. There are some leaders. There are some family leaders that are in this house. And you're leading a family, and some of them are not even here today. But you're the family leader. You realize this morning that you could activate something. There is heal you hear me, there's healing that has been taking place over families, physically, emotionally, spiritually. But it hasn't been officially received because the activator, the family leader has not said sickness doesn't live here anymore. There's people that have been dealing with junk stuff in your relationship and you feel like it's better but then it's not better and you feel like it's better and it's not better and Jesus has been healing that. But the activator needs to say, it's healed. It's healed. See, it gets quiet because we've got too many people that are not really the family leader that are carrying the load. So it gets quiet because the family leader doesn't really want to be the family leader here. Wants to be the family leader over the money. Wants to be the family leader over, over who's going to do what and when they're going to do it. But when it comes to this, I'm too busy with life. But Jesus said, if you'll activate it this morning, 
you can change. I don't care how far it feels like it has went. You can have a life-changing experience this morning. You do not have to live. You don't have to live like you have always lived, but Jesus is waiting on you this morning. See, what should be happening right now and what I've seen, and I don't, I don't know if I'll see it or not, Bishop, but maybe it was just the Lord just trying to encourage me uh, uh, last night. But what I saw was I saw family leaders and said, come on, baby. We're going. Come on, honey. Come on, son. Come on. It, it has looked this way for a long time. It has felt like this for a long time. And I know mom and dad have not got along like they should. And I know that we've been dealing with disease and sickness and things that feel like they're just lingering and hanging on. But come on, baby. Right now, Jesus is in the house. Jesus is in the house. And right there comes a single grandmother, a single mother, and, and she's got a grandbaby, maybe two that are back there. I know at least one. And she's saying, my boys are not here. Their wives are not here. Their, their, their kids, other kids are not here. But I'm taking a move right now because I'm a family leader. I'm going to activate something. I know this morning your wife or your husband may be somewhere else, may be doing something else, but I'm going to activate something this morning in the spirit. I'm going to make a move. I'm not just going to sit here and say, way to go, good job. We'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. I'm ready for life to change. I'm ready for life to change. Come on, family leaders. It may be a male. It may be a female. I don't know exactly how. But right now, come on, family leaders. Come on, let's activate some strength in this house. <laughs> 